Well, the 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 Eagles had the talent last year, but for some reason they could not rush the quarterback. They could not yeah. stop the run. <laughs> we they talked could, about it. Yeah, I forgot they, about that. They could not get to the quarterback. So even with Fletcher Cox and Chris, yeah, I always Jack, get I always, Jackson. Yeah, I always get the Long Brothers confused. Which one is it? Chris. 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 Yeah. Even with Michael Bennett. For some reason, they could not. People were grilling burgers back there for yeah. some reason. For some reason, they could not control the, the line of scrimmage. So, uh, to help fix the problem, they should take Dexter Lawrence from Clemson. Was that like the third <laughs> third defensive line? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, what, that's the highlight of this class, you know. Yeah. And again, when you get in the twenties, at this point, you're taking the best available player. Yeah. And I mean, not only is he probably the best available player for us at this point, uh, he just fits their philosophy, what they believe in. Um, and you would you would think um, that they they would want to get that defensive line uh, to the standard we knew before last year. Well, the standard two years ago, where they yeah. had yeah yeah. So, um, the next pick, um, me and Josh, man, this, this was interesting. And, you know, like a lot of people might say, oh, y'all are just, these are bland picks up to this point, but this one is interesting. And I mean, I I think I've seen this in quite a few mock drafts, but we think they should go with Nikhil Harry because of just how explosive they already are offensively. They have T.Y. Hilton, and by the way, Nikhil goes to Arizona State. Um, but they have T.Y. Hilton, they have Eric Ebron, but they don't really have a notable receiver, um, if you will, like the split-in type of 50-50 ball type of guy, if you will, to complement my man um, over there in, uh, in T.Y. Hilton. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Luck, you know Andrew Luck, with a target this big, Andrew Luck's not going to miss him. Obviously, he ain't out there missing Eric Ebron or nobody like that. And, like, with me and Josh watched his film a little bit extensively, man. And his movement skills for somebody his size, he's, like, 6'3", 220. He's, like, DK Metcalf size. Of course, he didn't register the 40 that DK Metcalf did. But that's beside the point. Well, no, it ain't beside the point because what's interesting about this is he's going ahead of DK Metcalf. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Uh, but that being said, like he, he for his size, he moves well. Uh, he he comes out of his breaks well for his size. He he um he he gets down there in the dirt, if you will, as they say in in football terms, when it comes to getting in and out of his cuts. Uh, he's good with the jump balls. Um, and you know it, it was some things that we saw that he could work on, of course. But Frank Wright will coach this young man up, and he you know. If Nikhil Harry can be what we think he can be, they're a Super Bowl team, simply put. At least they're a Super Bowl offense. I mean, and their defense ain't no slouch either. So, um, real quick, Josh, what you got to say about uh, Nikhil? Yeah, um, I think that's the only thing that was holding the Colts back last year is they really didn't have another weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy could definitely help in the receiving core. Um well, like you said, there's a couple of things we saw on tape that I think are easily um, fixable, you know, in terms of the way he ran his routes or the way, right. he, the way he finished his routes. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, playing Arizona State, he was playing with a with a subpar quarterback. So, I mean. <laughs> Manny Watkins. Yeah, a lot of. <laughs> a lot Everybody of, know who that is. A lot of his routes were, a lot of his routes were crisp, uh, mm-hmm. were crisp, and they were precise. But, you know, the end result was the quarterback – under throwing you by five yards, so yep, you having to go up 
two yards earlier than you know what I'm saying. Stop midway through your route and high point the ball. Yeah, because well, it can end up going in the wrong hands. Well, that 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 to me, uh, in my opinion, would even make him an even greater mm. uh, prospect. Right. Yeah. That he had to compensate for a bad quarterback. Right. And still had the ability to put up the numbers he did. Um, right. So I think this would be an excellent pick for the Colts. All right. Um, especially with Andrew Luck being back to, you know, uh, MVP caliber Andrew right. Luck. Um, His arm back intact. Yeah. You know? He's yeah. going to put the ball wherever he wants to. So Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, if I weren't a Jazz fan, I would be happy about that. <laughs> and I would really, like, be interested in watching the Colts with – Nikhil in their offense. Uh, and if this happened, it, needless to say, I, I won't be happy. And I won't be eager to see what they do on the field. But he's a good fit and he could do some some very good things for them. So, Oakland, we went with Irv Smith. Somebody who can help them out. You know, they really haven't really had that type of person at the tight end position. I think Cook, Jared Cook was with them, wasn't he? He's still with him, ain't he? He's still, okay, but yeah. obviously, he, I mean, he ain't putting up, the, you know, at 30 years of age, yeah. I think he, you know, he ain't putting up, like, crazy numbers or anything right. like that. He could compliment Jared Cook well, learn from Jared Cook, this, that, and the other. I think that's a very, very good pick on the Oakland Raiders part. Um, So, uh, anything you had to say on Irv Smith Jr.? No, nah, I mean, other than, you know, they just going to Al Davis the thing where they take the <laughs> the best play available. Right. Um, yeah, you know, well, Al used to take the fastest player. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you can run a four three, I want that guy. <laughs> yeah, um, he'd be um, he'd be a good addition to the offense. I mean, they, they went and got AB this summer. I mean, yeah. so anything to help Derek Carr out or whoever they're gonna have a quarterback this year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Chargers. Uh, Byron Murphy is who we went with. Uh, again. At this point, we're at best, best available player status. Uh, you look at Byron Murphy, he's got that lanky build. Me and Josh were looking at, like, you know, some of the things a lot of people say about him. Um, you know, he, he needs to fill out his body more. Which is uh, easy to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, he's not the fastest corner in the world. Well, me and Josh, we were looking back at the history of Gus Bradley. Well, Gus Bradley ain't really never had a fast corner in his defenses anyway. Richard Sherman wasn't the fastest guy. Richard Sherman ran like a 4'6". When he that's when he was in his prime. Yeah, he probably run a four seven now or whatever the case may be. And um, Brandon Browner, you talk about like a two hundred fifteen pound corner. Mm-hmm. We we know Brandon Browner went fast for a fact. I don't even know what he ran in the forty, but it wasn't pretty. It probably went pretty. Yeah, and um, you know, like that ain't gonna matter to Gus Bradley. You know, Gus Bradley just wants somebody who can uh, do the basics in his defense. That's cover three. And line up in man to man. He could go there with uh Casey Hayward. Is it? Yeah. Uh, learn from that young man. And, I mean, like that. You if you Byron Murphy, you can't really ask for a, a better situation to go to. And then like geographically, well, he, they you sure I'm sure being in California on the West Coast, they've seen their share of his games. Uh, I just think it's a fit from that perspective. Yeah, he doesn't have to. If he goes to that team, he doesn't have to worry about being the number one cornerback. Um, you know, not only. He really doesn't have to play. He really doesn't have to play opposite either. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we're forgetting sometimes. You know, some these sometimes these teams draft them just to line them up at nickel or yeah, you know, move them all over the field. Yeah. So I mean, and it's not like he gonna have to really 
be marquee in coverage or or the best in coverage. That defensive line is so good. Yeah, he's really just adding to the right. adding season into the defense. I right. Mean. They, so. if anything, they could camouflage his flaws because their defensive line get to the quarterback so fast. So uh, that's what we had on that. I, I would definitely like to see him with Gus Bradley and see what happens there. Yeah. Because Casey Hayward has been very good. It's almost seeming like it's kind of. Legion of Boomish, uh, yeah, guys yeah. coming together again. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, not not at, at the cornerback position, not as hard hitting, if yeah. you will. Uh, but you know, they they got the safety Derwin James. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 bring the hammer. You mm-hmm. know, so you're right. Like yeah, they, got, they feel very Legion of Boom esque. And um, I I know like I don't know if they added a free safety in um I don't think they added a free safety in free agency. But that's another little spot that they need to take care of. And when that's addressed, man, we, you know, yeah. we're looking at another Legion of Boom probably. Yeah. Um, so uh, another, with, another with, version of it anyway. Yeah, yeah, variation of it uh, with KC, with the Kansas City Chiefs. That's his version. Oh, yeah, I was about to say what? <laughs> yeah, De- DeAndre Baker. Yeah, yeah, we were with DeAndre Baker from Georgia. Uh, from UGA. Um, again, me and Josh have seen him play in person going to Georgia-Florida games. Um. He's a, a young man that played under Mel Tucker scheme for what three, roughly three years, something like that. Yeah. Something like that, you know. Um, so you know Mel Tucker came from the NFL. You know Mel Tucker coached the young man to a NFL mentality. So he's probably ready to go right now. He probably could go sooner, uh, depending on like you know how these people grade the cornerbacks. But nonetheless, uh, I don't think he should come out of the first round. And like I said, you know, he's already kind of NFL ready. A lot of Georgia players come out of the league NFL ready. And I don't know if that's intentionally or whatever the case may be. Uh, but the coaching staff does a good job teaching them pro-style pro concepts, whether it be on offense or defense. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think, you know, like I said, Mel Tucker, former Jaguars defensive coordinator, former Jaguars interim head coach. And he's played – I mean, he's been other places as a, as a defensive coordinator. He'll have Baker Wright and ready to go, so – um, that's where we had on that for the number 30 pick with Green Bay. We went with Hollywood Brown, and we know he's coming off the injury, but I think he's getting better. I mean, he's getting healthy, or if he's not 100%, he's close to it right now. He's a guy, I mean, like you can't help but see the highlights of him in Lincoln Riley offense. If you turn on ESPN, chances are, like at least when college football was on, you saw this man running past somebody or embarrassing somebody on the highlights because it seemed like it was just so common. Like, kind of like with D.D. Westbrook when he was there. Uh, you add him into this equation with Aaron Rodgers. They got new coaching. Hopefully, Aaron Rodgers, who we're going to talk on later, is not so much as they don't want him to be. And as they said, they don't want him to be as a problem. And he, he embraces these young men like they should be and bring them into the NFL and help them and, and tutor them as they should be. If he does that and the coaching is right and that situation is not what it was prior, uh, Hollywood Brown should come into this situation. And uh, I think he'll be fine. And he could give them a um a very good threat on the outside. So uh, anything you want to say on Hollywood? Uh, nothing really. I mean, you know, his highlight speaks for himself. I, you know, I think, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers has his own way of connecting with his players, but he always seems like he always gets the best out of whoever's on the field. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Whether it be, you know, big names like. Uh, back, back in the day, Jordy Nelson. He oh, had. Not just Jordy. What's the other guy's name? He, he, he's still playing for him. Vontae Adams. Or, yeah. Oh, you know. 
the small Cobb. Yeah, Cobb or the, some of the late round of the undrafted. St. Aquaminius Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just seems like he's always getting the best out of his receivers. So. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, at this point, you're going best available player anyway. So, I mean, if that if that is who is the Green Bay Packers best available player at that point, I don't think they'll have any problem with going um, to the podium and making that call. So, yeah. Um, with the L.A. Rams, uh, me and Josh Different here. Uh, you go ahead, Josh, with your pick, which was somebody I already took off my board. Yeah, uh, I think the Rams should. Uh fill that hole in the in the um in their linebacking court with uh Devin Bush. Um I think we talk about how, you know, the the uh the defensive line was, you know, they were well they were heavily stacked last year, not just with Donald but um uh Dominican Sue and Dexter Fowler for the last half of the year but Dante Fowler. Dante Fowler. I think I always <laughs> you, get those confused. Yeah, um, you're good. I think one of their main problems is they really didn't have, you know, once, once, um, whether either Sewell uh, or Donald got out of position, I mean, there's really nobody behind them to, to, you know, to shore up the line or to fill the gaps. Um, I think that was that can be a main problem in, uh, you know, in stopping the run. I mean, you know, they were great getting to a quarterback but in terms of stopping a run they, they always seemed like they were inefficient even though they had the most talent and I think mm-hmm. uh, you know them getting help at the linebacker position would really um, would really help the Rams defense become whole with it because it always just seems like um, well last year especially either they were really good mm-hmm. one week or they were really bad Right, yeah. They were giving up a lot of points, or they were stifling people. So it just it, one out of two. Yeah, they never seemed like they were consistent with it. And I think, you know, them taking this guy, uh, Devin Bush, could really help him a lot. So yeah, uh, yeah. That being said, I went with the best available um, offensive line because they losing Sullivan, who um, I think Sullivan up there in age too. I think he got to be. Yeah. 35. They lost somebody else too, didn't they? Uh, Roger Saffold. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they just need offensive line help. So, at this point, like, you know, I mean, aside from what I saw in the playoffs, I don't know about the Rams extensively. I mean, yeah, I know, like, about Wade Phillips and that defense. Me and Josh talked about the defense. But offensively, you know, I, don't, I mean, obviously, Sean McVay, you know what I'm saying? But, and, and their quarterback situation. But and they got Blake Bortles now. So, if, if, if the old boy get hurt, Blake there, uh, but yeah, I just went with uh Edgerton Jenkins from Hale State as they call it or Mississippi State, yeah. quote unquote. Um, could play center, maybe replace Sullivan. Um, or I mean, like it's a possibility they could put him at guard. Um, I, he's not somebody I've seen a lot of film on specifically, but I, I went at this point, like I said, I went with the best offensive lineman. Um, and, and you know, help out my man Todd Gurley and and company get those yards a little bit more easier. Even though it was. For the most part, you know, when Todd Gurley was on, he was on. Yeah. But still, you know, when you lose a key veteran like Sullivan in the middle, something need to be done there. And that's what I could see them doing to address that. So, uh, the last pick, me and Josh actually agreed with this. And we actually joked about this. We, we went with, for the New England Patriots, we went with DK Metcalf. And uh, the first thing that came to mind was Randy Moss yeah. doing the commentating. And, like, I could just see them taking him and, like, Randy Moss, they, the, the um 
the staff asking, or should I say whoever, ESPN or NFL Network, asking Randy Moss about his takes on DK Metcalf and him talking about how he's going to coach him up and get him right, this, that, and the other. Because, I mean, DK Metcalf is not a flawless prospect by any means. Despite what people saw in the the combine, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, like, you can't put a lot into a combine necessarily. Not yeah. necessarily. That's an easy way to get tricked. But DK Metcalf, make no mistake about it, he has the tools to be a very good receiver. And, again, like I said, you know, they, Bill Belichick could call Randy Moss down there to coach him up and get him right. And Bill Belichick himself, who is, you know, who is a great mind himself, could coach him up. And Tom Brady, you know, Tom, you know Tom Brady going to get him right and make sure he's in the right spot. And if he ain't in the right spot, he'll throw you in the right spot. So, you know, I mean, as much as we hate Tom Brady, a lot of people don't like him, you know, putting him with DK Metcalf. I don't think Metcalf would complain with that that situation, especially no. going from Jordan Tomu to <laughs> Tom Brady. That's night and day of a difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I say, I mean like yeah, he has to learn how to learn how to run a NFL route tree, of course. I mean, it's more than just fades and, you know, your basic concept routes, but you know, I have no doubt in my mind that he could do that. With the New England Patriots, so uh, Josh, what, what, your, what were your thoughts on that last pick? Obviously, we agree, but you know, like, was it anything you wanted to say on you know, Metcalf going to the Patriots? Yeah, I think they can. Um, he can uh, be a huge dynamic for the Patriots. Uh, he can bring back that aspect of the offense of taking the top off the mm-hmm. uh, taking the top off the defense because right. they've been dink and dump as of the last few years. Yeah, ever since I mean, well, hell, even before then, Randy Ross was really the only deep mm-hmm. deep weapon. Right. Um, they, I mean, like you know, Chris Hogan showed up sporadically, yeah. but like it was like once every four weeks because I had him on my fantasy roster, thinking he gonna catch a one hundred yard bomb, and it never happened again. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah, um, I think they could really open up uh, the Patriots' offense, especially now that Gronk is gone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this would be this would really help Brady out. Um, this would really help open the field. Well, it's, it's already open for Edelman, <laughs> but yeah, it could really open up the middle of the field for Edelman and Hogan. Yeah. Um, then you know they got the weapons in the back. Oh, we, I, I just thought about this: the weapons they got in the backfield with this. You know, Michelle running the ball, James White coming out of the yeah. backfield. Or, you know, the play action is going to be dangerous if Metcalf is taking the top. Or whatever, the Pages are fishing and running the ball. Yeah, Your boy showed up a few times, too, from Miami. Dorsett. Yeah. He showed up a few times. Yeah, I keep forgetting about him. Yeah. Um, so, they, you know, he he is – uh he would be the ultimate X receiver for yeah for for them. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I don't want to see it happen. Cause I'm scared of what what they could do, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, like like I said, at this point, when you the Patriots, you picking last every year. You they do what they always do, just take the best available player. You know, sometimes like we scared because oh, we don't want this player to fall to the Patriots. And well, some uh, well another side to that is you know a lot of times I don't even think the Patriots are gonna be there. Like I think they're gonna trade back or try yeah. to get picks. Uh, I mean, we're just doing this for the sake of right, the right. Draft, yeah, they love to trade. Yeah, they love to trade. You're yeah. right, and that's bro. I never understood that. Like with these, when the tra- uh, Patriots want to trade up yeah. or just give the Patriots a good deal, why y'all helping the Patriots? That's my like, dude. This, I've told my cousin this personally. If I was in the NFL and the Patriots call me, especially to trade to move up, 
Yeah. I would hang up in their face. No disrespect, but bro, I'm not trying to help y'all in TV12. Like what? No, no. And t- it's like teens willingly do this every year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, when y'all gonna learn? Yeah, that they always falling for. It's, it's even sad or so. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, that's that's our first annual um, back shoulder fade mock draft. All thirty-two selections. I won't say all thirty-two teams. I don't. I don't know if every team had a selection. No, nah, the Bears one in it. Okay, I, I so just, yeah, I just thought about it. But yeah, that was all thirty-two selections, as yeah. I said. Um, like I say, don't expect that to be a hundred percent accurate because mock drafts never are. We can't account for trades, and uh, you know, like I said, some of these teams we are still getting to know. Uh, a little bit on so uh we we just kind of did the best we could i want to i want to say we want we were trying to wing it you know yeah. we did the research we did the film study and uh, that's how we see it unfolding so i think you know what we should do when it's all over look back and see how many of these we got right just out of curiosity just for i mean it's probably gonna be a good 20 percent yeah because i think this whole i think this whole first 10 is gonna be all over the place right right yeah. so I mean, like it'll it'll still be interesting to look back on and just for for reference and just kicks and giggles. Yeah. Oh, uh, yep. So, 